right, so we're going to do another episode of Encounters with Darkness, but this time I have a special guest on my show. Her name is Megan. Say hi, Megan. Hi, Megan. <laughs> Bet you didn't see that coming. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and she's had a few encounters. I don't really know if we could classify them as encounters with darkness, but they're definitely intriguing. So when I ask you what is one encounter that comes to your mind, what's the first one that pops up for you? Well, the first one that pops up is always going to be from my my childhood. Um, I started having just visions and uh, strange things happening uh, when I was about four. Uh, the first thing I saw... I, and I haven't actually told Ashley about this one yet, so this will be a new one for her. Was I'm excited. That it was almost like a black hole on my ceiling. And the longer I stared at it, the larger it got. And it looked kind of gelatinous, almost. Huh. And it was, I guess you could call that darkness. Um, and to the point where I almost got concerned to go wake my mother up. But I think I eventually fell asleep. And ignored it but um was it like a shadow no, well you said it was, it was like gelatinous so very thick, so it was black. definitely there yes i almost thought it was a bug and um, but Ooh. i was sure that since it didn't move and it changed in shape and and back and forth that it it couldn't have been well bugs are definitely i don't know they could be creepier than encounters with the supernatural in my opinion it was definitely <laughs> it was not supposed to be there it almost seemed like if it were a hole it would be straight into nothing it was oblivion oh my goodness yeah it was either gelatinous or just oblivion because it had had such a mass to it was it like right above your bed right above my bed about yay big about the size of a prune and then it would just grow a little bit and then shrink back depending on like it was breathing almost like yeah that's why i described it as gelatinous because it almost breathed as yeah. it's out there. But I'll go ahead and move on. Um, that encounters, since it has no real... Hi, baby. I've got my son with me. He's awesome. He's a sweet, sweet boy. Yes, he is. And I've also got their dog. I wish that this was on camera, because you could see how cute this little beagle is. Oh, um, you don't want her on me. <laughs> The next encounter I had was kind of balanced out. Um, now, you have to keep in mind, I grew up with a lot of Clive Barker and and Stephen King in the house. And he He's joined us <laughs> with her keys. Okay, here, honey. And uh, so there, I, there was a lot of imagery that, that I was exposed to that could have been uh, a catalyst for some of this, but... Uh, I was very sick as a little girl. Uh, I had a lot of just ear infections, things like that. I got the flu very easily. Mm. I was on antibiotics a ton. Um, but I woke up one night feeling like I was gonna, I was fearful for my life because I was laying there in bed, probably four years old. And I just felt like nothing was right or was ever going to be right again i just felt oh gosh i'm dying i'm this young and i and this is what death is is going to be and i i went uh i turned my face to my door because i felt a presence and i looked over and there was a a little girl standing there and she was probably 
11 or 12, but she had a very angelic, a very light, uh, glowing presence to her. And she said, don't worry, Megan, go back to sleep. Um, everything's going to be okay when you wake up in the morning. How was her voice? Like, did she, did it echo or was it like she was there, like me and you? Um, all I can tell you that I, I remember is it was very much like her voice was in my head. Oh. And that I knew she was either me in the future, like, or that I was connected to her somehow. So you definitely felt like there was no fear. It was kind of... She uh, wiped it completely and said, this is, you know, I almost think that it might have been like a guardian angel there to say that this is um, your your physical field. That maybe you'll be, you know, on a different plane someday or that you exist on a different plane. So don't worry so much about this one. Mm-hmm. That's, that's kind of what I believe. Anyway, so... Um, but I let my fear get the best of me. Oh, we always that, do. <laughs> that night at four years old. Imagine that. And my parents were, were fast asleep. It must have been at least one or two in the morning. And uh, I went in. I told my mother about my experience. And she was very tired. So she just kind of waved me off and said, I'll just go downstairs and lay in the, the armchair and go to sleep and turn on the, the touch lamp. One of those cool old 70s touch lamps. Oh, yeah. She still Love those. I do, too. And I went downstairs, and I turned it on, and I looked up, and immediately I I saw these spikes sticking out of it, like Penhead from Hellraiser. Oh, my gosh. But they were covered in blood, which I, I can't remember if, if that was unusual for the movie or not, but usually I don't, I don't think they're covered in blood, maybe just from the first scene where he gets tortured and becomes... Pinhead. Right. <laughs> but um, then the lampshade just started spinning just uncontrollably fast. Um, and I closed my eyes and all I could see myself doing in, in, my, um, in my mind was cowering away from this, these images. Oh, that's definitely natural. I think I would have. So there's a lot of experiences that you've had. Um, when you were little, was this in the same house? Have you ever thought that maybe um, the house itself could have been kind of a beacon, if you will? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, there, my family's been, they've always been really spiritual. Not, not in the uh, sense your church, your natural spirituality goes a lot of gypsies and, right. you know, secondhand spirituality, if, if you will. And, um, free thinkers. Well, I guess it would be firsthand if you want to be a jerk about it. <laughs> like, well, we were first, but, um, yeah, they, my mom and even my sister said that they had an experience with a young lady at the same location. And they, my mom described her to look like my sister who we looked a lot alike when we were younger. But at a younger age than when I saw she would have been four or five swinging her dress while my mom was vacuuming the floor. She said, my daughter's 17. There's no way she's outside on the porch swinging her dress. <laughs> oh, my. And um, she heard her ask for ask if she needed any help a couple times. But um, as far as personal experience goes, that was pretty much all I had in that house. Um, 
aside from uh, times I would exude anger, a lot of anger that I couldn't control when I was a child, and the uh, TV would, would, the volume would raise. Ooh, so almost like a poltergeist-type situation. Right, where you could be causing the um, energy and throwing it out yourself. Oh, definitely. Yes. Uh, that's, now, have you ever been back, like, as an adult to that same house? Oh, yeah. My mom still lives there. Uh, I think it would be interesting once she gets it cleaned up to, to check out the, the energy fields of the place. Cause, oh, that would be amazing. And it's got a pretty um, decent-sized crawl space. You could really get down underground and... And check things out. Have you ever done research um, for the location? Yeah. No. No. That um, might be that might be fun. I like research. I need I need to do that. That would be something. I do know it's on the edge of town. There's a creek that runs, and then that's it. We're the last house in the jurisdiction for the city. Ooh. When I was growing up, so it's right on the edge of town. It's right on Elm Street. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So the fun fact about the town that we live in, it's actually very historical in the sense of um, as far back as our beautiful country goes. Um, we have one of the first railroads that runs through mm-hmm. our town. If you kind of want to do a little digging research on your own, then you can probably pinpoint exactly where we are. We are home to the first train robbers in America. So that's that's super cool if you're into that sort of thing, which I definitely am myself. Yeah. But is it the what was their Okay, we could give we could give a little bit of an Easter egg. The, yeah. The Reno brothers. The Reno brothers, thank you. I yes. Was, I was gonna f- sound like a fool and say the Wright brothers and um, Oh that would be even way, even cooler. Yeah, that would be way cooler. I mean what? no offense, Reno family. <laughs> But I'm we... over here like gangster, would it be? <laughs> the Wright brothers would be would be pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. I would love to find if they had any buried inventions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> throughout their hometown. But they're they're definitely not from where we are. No. Um, no. But the Reno brothers may have stole some of their stuff. So <laughs> that's maybe that's a thing. That could be a thing. Um so is there um any recent like within maybe the last I don't know. Let's let's go real early. What about the last month? Has there been any recent craziness? Um, just strange dreams. I can't really dig too much into it because there you would have to know my situations day to day personally. I mean, of course, Quentin could tell you, but he's on his phone. But he uh, just little things where I'll wake up have having had a dream and then it'll be leading into the conversation the next day I'll oh well I had a dream about that um I'm kind of the same way I've had a a lot of recent dreams um but again like Megan you would have to understand situations to really um get an appreciation for what these dreams mean but the supernatural definitely is something that you know I'm interested in, and finding out some evidence behind that is definitely something that I always look for. I hope to have Megan back on the show. Um, Definitely show some support if you would like her back, because she has way more encounters than than I have. And so I, I appreciate so much you sharing this with everybody. Oh, absolutely. It was my pleasure. I, I'd love to come on anytime. I've got a, a whole lot of stories, I'm sure. 
<laughs> oh yeah, and it, it, it's awkward. Always your first time recording, so this is only my sixth, seventh, maybe. I have some recordings that I've deleted to possibly redo, but yeah, as you guys can tell, I'm still super awkward with this, but that's what makes it entertaining, right? Definitely. All right, we'll stay creepy, everyone.